Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. Eric, I thought maybe what we'd do is uh, turn our tables, our attention a little bit today to some 401ks. I thought it'd be a good idea just to kind of address as many as we can in one conversation. So kind of an FAQ for 401ks, if you will. Sounds awesome. Yeah, let's do it because this is people's largest asset typically Absolutely. outside of their home. Yeah. And so it's their you know major savings vehicle because it's easy, right? You sign up, money's taken right out of your account. You don't even see it. It's going in, so it's really easy to do. You know, you always say you should save between 10 and 15% of your income towards retirement. This is the great plan to do it in. Yeah. Because then you don't have to worry about it. You can spend whatever's left over because you're already putting some money away, but you need to be able to manage it right because you are taking on a couple of extra hats when you do this. You're taking on an investment advisory hat because you got to choose the right things. And then when you get to retirement, you got to take on that pensioner hat or pension manager hat and put that on as long as also with the investment advisory hat because you got to manage it correctly to make sure it lasts the rest of your life. So doing some right things or having some help is definitely the way to go. Well, let's talk about some of that advice because uh, my first topic on the FAQ for 401ks is when people say, well, my company is offering a program, the company plan, where I can get advice on my 401k for a very low fee. Is it a good idea to use something like that? I would say that that depends on what kind of advice they're giving you. If they're just giving you advice on the different investments within the plan, then I think that's kind of one side. If they're doing a whole financial plan for you, then it might be worthwhile. But I would see if they could just, uh, if you could do it on like a piecemeal basis, maybe, you know, say, hey, I'll pay you, you know, the fee just for that, but I'm not going to pay you an ongoing fee once you have the allocations set up. But I think a lot of people can be served by having the correct allocation set up at the beginning and then just reviewing that maybe once a year. Okay. Because once what they're trying to do is ascertain your risk tolerance. And your risk tolerance changes with your age. And so there's some other uh, items that are in there that you might be able to use that are going to do that automatically. You know, so I'm a big fan of paying fees on things that people are not actively managing. Because what these companies are doing, they're saying, okay, we're going to create this asset allocation. And then once a quarter, we're going to move it around a little bit. But the only thing you have to select are things that are being managed by other people. You know, if you're paying a manager, he should be the one managing the assets themselves. That's right. the way I look at it. Gotcha. So not a big fan of, of paying fees on that, but it might be worthwhile to get a plan in place and then you know see if you just pay them for the plan on a piecemeal basis. I got you. Okay. So uh, here's our second one on our FAQ with Eric. Uh, people ask, you know, should I contribute as much to my 401k as I can or just the company match? That's a kind of a classic question that people get torn on. Well, you always want to get at least 100% of the company match. Even if that, that's a stretch for you, if it causes, you know, maybe it's a little, you know, you got to brown bag it for a week or, you know, <laughs> right. a couple extra days or brown bag it for the entire month because you're leaving free money on the table. When you don't take the company match, that's free money available to you. Now, above the free match, that's where you have to get comfortable with what you need to maintain your standard of living. 
because although saving for retirement should be important and it should be high up on your list, also enjoying your life along the way should also be high on your list, right? You don't want to uh, definitely you know, have the ramen days like you did in college maybe, but uh, you do need to put some money away for the future. So a lot of people have also said, well, I'll get the company match, but then I'll turn my attention maybe and start saving things on a tax-free basis by using the Roth IRA. That's a nice option, but also most of your 401ks are going to have Roth inside of them. So it's not just the amount you're contributing, it's also the tax-wise that you should contribute. Now, if you're in a lower tax bracket in your working years right now, that's a great opportunity to put money away because when you get to retirement, you might be or probably will be in a higher tax bracket. One of the biggest threats to your wealth in retirement is going to be taxes. So you need, if you do have Roth side on your 401k, you should consider putting some of your money that you're contributing into the Roth side. Take the pain now of paying extra taxes, knowing that it's going to be protected from taxes forever. You're going to change it from forever taxed to never taxed, which is a great day. So not only amount you contribute, but also the tax side, you need to monitor that or check that out and get a proper allocation saving on tax deferred or tax deductible and also tax free. Well, you're listening to Retirement Ready with Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group. We're talking 401k FAQs, if you will, taking a collection of a lot of different questions that we get uh, on 401ks here on the program on this section of the show. And uh, if you'd like to, you could also text the word retirement to 515-212-2676. Again, text the word retirement to 515-212-2676 to get a retirement resource guide. It's a digital guide that they'll send out to you uh, that covers a lot of great topics, estate taxes, healthcare, tax implications, stock market, so on and so forth. And you can get that sent to you complimentary by texting the word retirement to 515-212-2676. And uh, target date funds, Eric, we get a question about that often. People will say, well, should I be using these target date funds? And, you know, so if it's, uh, you know, like, for me, for my age, I think it's 2040, I think, is the target date fund I would be in. Right. So you want to choose the date that you're that you're going to retire. And it's really simple. They're set up normally in five-year blocks. So 2015, 2020, 2025. I would say that if you're going to choose one, and it's, I would go with one that's a couple of years beyond yours. So you're going to retire in 2023, choose a 2025 fund, probably something like that. But the nice thing about the target date funds is that they will change their allocation as they get closer to that date they're going to get less aggressive. So using the different funds that are available in your 401k, or there might be a standalone too, so they'll use the funds within the person providing it. Let's say it's a fidelity target date fund. It's going to use a bunch of different fidelity funds inside of it. It's going to go from stock funds into bond funds. Now, that's a big difference between stocks and bonds. Stock funds versus bond funds are not the same thing. Because a bond fund is a collection of bonds. It's not the same as going into an individual bond. That's something people really have to understand about the problem with bond funds. However, they are less risky than stock funds. So it's going to change this mix the closer you get to your retirement date. I would argue that that is a, a good one for your balance. But when you contribute, I actually feel that you should be contributing so you can take advantage of changes in the market. Your contributions can be a different allocation than what your balance is. So you think about the, what helps investors is to buy low and sell high. So anytime you hear the market goes down, you hear the people on CNBC say, hey, it's a great opportunity to buy, right? Mm-hmm. 
the problem is, where's your money been? <laughs> it's been in the market. <laughs> right. and it just went down. So the only way to buy is what you buy with, right? Right. So actually having a little bit more aggressive allocation on your contribution side makes sense because that's where you want all your money to be going is when it's on sale. And so that's what I counsel people on is, yeah, the target date funds are great. Uh, maybe you want to use that for your balance. Maybe you want to have something a little more aggressive on your contributions and then maybe rebalance that maybe once a year or every six months, something like that. But your contribution should be taking advantage of changes in the market because you want to buy low. And that's the best time to do is with those contributions. Yep. Yeah. Well, there you go. So great information today here on our 401k FAQs with Eric Peterson. What about the uh, the concept of taking a loan against the 401k or taking the 401k loan? Is it a bad idea? Is it something that only in maybe extreme circumstances or what's your take? Well, I mean, if, if you need the money, you need the money. Okay. And um, paying the interest back to yourself is better than paying it to somebody else. So anytime you borrow money, you got to pay interest to somebody. So the nice thing is any interest that you pay on that loan goes back into your account. But what you don't have is you're missing out on the growth during that time frame. So if you're going to do it, uh, it's not necessarily the worst thing in the world, but just pay it back as soon as you can so you get that money back and working for you. Now, what people have discovered is, too, is all of a sudden, let's say they're laid off and they still have a loan, outstanding loan. You know, if you don't pay it back and you retire and move your 401k or you quit or you get laid off, then that's going to be a taxable event if you don't get that paid back, which isn't the end of the world because you should owe tax on what you took out. And then if you're under 59 and a half, you could have additional 10% tax penalty. But uh, not the end of the world. Borrowing money is sometimes a necessity and sometimes it's a lot easier to get out of the 401k than trying to go down to the bank and apply for a loan. But it is nice that the interest goes back in. So try not to make it like a uh, equity line of credit or something like that. Do, do it for extreme circumstances, but it's not necessarily the end of the world if you do do it. Gotcha. Okay. And then our final one on our 401k FAQs, Eric, is uh, when should I take money out of my 401k and roll it over to an IRA? I'm always a big fan of doing that when you can, which is, you know, separation of service or when you reach 59 and a half. Uh, when you reach 59 and a half, you have this thing called an in-service transfer. It does allow you to transfer from the 401k to an IRA and you don't disrupt your current contributions. The reason why is when you go to an IRA, you can go into any investment that you want. You're not limited to what the plan has. You know, people say, well, the fees in my 401k are a lot less. Well, not necessarily because sometimes there are fees that you don't see. But you go to things in your IRA which have no fees either. There's lots of stuff that has absolutely no fees to it. So the, the fee shouldn't be the consideration. It should be, can I go into things that can accomplish my plan? Can I get in some things that might be safer? Maybe have some guarantees for future income. Maybe I can develop a personal pension. Those types of things. You can't do those in the 401k. You have to go to the IRA. And then you just have control over it. You know, you can go to any investment. You can say, hey, okay, I'm going to take you know 50% of my money. I want to put it in some safe stuff. And the rest of it, I'm going to go and trade on my own. You know, I got these hot tips from the water cooler or my brother-in-law knows some stuff and I'm going to go trade on my own. You can do that. But in the IRA, you have complete control over it. You can go into whatever you want to as long as it's protected by a custodian or housed by a custodian. So it just gives you a lot more options. So I'm always a big fan of taking it out when you separate from service or if you reach 59 and a half and uh, then do that in-service transfer. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. 
They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.